Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. In the last episode of the podcast, I spoke about kavanah, intention, sincerity, and observance of Jewish rituals. And in the next three weeks, I want to look at three of the rituals of the High Holy Days and talk about ways that we might be able to add more kavanah, more meaning, to our observance of these rituals. Next week, I'll talk about hearing the sound of the shofar. The following week, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I'll discuss the Yizkor service, the memorial service on Yom Kippur. In this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about a ritual which is beloved by many, observed on Rosh Hashanah or between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the ritual of Tashlich. This ritual is fascinating to me, and I have to tell you that I could talk about it for an hour or two without any problem. I won't do that here in the podcast. I'll try to keep to my limited uh, time for each edition of the podcast, but know that this is a fascinating subject to me. The ceremony of Tashlich, as observed today by most people, consists of the following. You walk to a river or any flowing body of water and throw breadcrumbs into the water in order to symbolize the idea of throwing our sins away and watching them float away from us. That's the way Tashlich is observed today. Many synagogues do it as a group effort. The uh, rabbi or some other individual might bring a shofar along to the, to the walk, as we do here often in Ann Arbor, and, and, and blow the shofar or sing songs or have readings. But the basic part of the ceremony is going to a river and throwing these crumbs of bread into the water in order to symbolize throwing our, our commitment to throw our sins away. There's so much to talk about about this. First of all, it is clearly symbolic. Tashlich does not replace the hard work of tshuva, of repentance, of confession, of reconciliation. Tshuva, repentance, is very serious business, and it is not replaced with the throwing of crumbs into the water. That's a symbolic act, and I think everybody knows that. But even in its symbolism, it presents a difficulty. The word tashlich means you will throw. It comes from a verse in the prophet Micah. The prophet says, God, you, you God, will throw the sins of the people into the sea. It's interesting that we are the ones that are throwing bread into the water. And we say those words, you will throw your sins into the sea, their sins into the sea. It's very important that we not consider the act of Tashlich to actually be fulfilling the prophetic statement because the prophetic statement was God will throw our sins into the sea. What we are doing, perhaps, is reminding God of God's promise but not fulfilling that act in and of ourselves. Because according to rabbinic tradition and biblical tradition before, you had to have God in the equation. It wasn't enough to do tshuva, to do repentance. You also had to have God's forgiveness to, in essence, completely rid us of sins. So by our throwing breadcrumbs into the water, traditionally, 
it's not that we feel we have total control of getting rid of our sins, but it's a reminder to God to finish the process of throwing our sins into the sea. Now, some people's view of God or some people's view of Jewish tradition would say, I don't need that idea of God's forgiveness. What I need is my own repentance. That's fine. If that's your particular perspective, uh, you're entitled, certainly anyone's entitled to view this in any way they want. But traditionally, God had to be part of the equation. And that's the reason for all the prayer on the high holidays, in addition to uh, to allow God to to encourage God to finish that process of forgiving us for our sins and therefore our sins really are floating away. Now, here's the interesting fact about Tashlich. The original idea of Tashlich had nothing to do with breadcrumbs. The earliest source of Tashlich, which the, the earliest very specific source, comes from the Ramah, the commentary on what was known as the Shulchan Aruch, the great companion of Jewish law from the 16th century. And the Ramah makes a comment on it. He, the Ramah gives the Ashkenazic, Eastern European uh, gloss, uh, as it's called, to the Sephardi tradition of the Shulchan Aruch. And the Ramah says, many have the tradition of going down to the river and saying, and saying the verse from Micah, you will throw our sins into the sea. So the original ceremony of Tashlich apparently had nothing to do with throwing bread. So where did it come from? Why did we suddenly have this idea of throwing bread into the water? Well, many of the rabbis opposed it. Some said it sounded like a pagan ceremony of trying to appease the river gods from flooding by giving them gifts. And in fact, there are many who have surmised that perhaps Jews saw people performing the ceremony and took it and reworked it so that it fit into Jewish tradition. Wouldn't be the only time that kind of thing has happened. Can't prove that certainly, but it may be that that's where this tradition came from and that it was repurposed, so to speak, given a Jewish slant. So instead of appeasing the gods of the river, it reflected Micah's statement about you will uh, throw our sins into the sea. I have another suspicion, and this is just perhaps uh, myself projecting sometimes. I have a hard time standing still and doing nothing. Maybe part of the tradition of throwing bread into the water developed because people were finding it unsatisfying to go and stand by the river. And therefore, they had to do something. Maybe they were trying to make it more hands-on so that their children might find it meaningful because we know that children love the ceremony of Tashlich. And so maybe that was a way of making it very, very tangible. So it wasn't just this idea, but you were actually doing something physical to demonstrate the throwing away of our sins. Either way, I think that it's a very, very meaningful, symbolic addition. I would be very careful to say something that I've learned over the years from the people who are in charge of the Arboretum here in Ann Arbor, where we usually walk to do Tashlich. And that is, if you are going to throw bread into the water, please be very, very careful. Don't throw huge bits of bread into the water. Just a, a, a few very small crumbs will suffice because it can be bad for the waterfowl. 
And if one of the reasons why we do Tashlich, and I believe that it's one of the reasons that makes this ceremony so beloved, is it gets you out into nature, it gets you out into the to the natural world, and we're celebrating, and traditionally, the birthday of the world, so why not enjoy the world on Rosh Hashanah, enjoy the beauty of the world, you want to protect that beauty. So uh, don't take the idea that if you've had a particularly rough year on the, in the sins department, you have to bring whole loaves of bread to throw in, or you have to bring so many because you want to make sure that you're covering all of the indiscretions you had. A little bit of symbolic breadcrumbs, small crumbs will suffice for Tashlich and will be better for the environment and the meaning will come through. So that's a little bit about Tashlich. As I said, I can go into much greater depth, but I want to give you a different idea to consider. It is related to the idea of repentance, but in a different way, and I think it is absolutely critical. In fact, it is the most critical message of the High Holy Days. Why go down to a flowing body of water? I believe that by going down to a flowing body of water and looking at the water flowing, it reminds us of the passage of time. And it reminds us of the years of our lives that are flowing by. We don't usually want to confront this, but Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur certainly remind us of the fact that another year has passed and we are one more year closer to the mouth of the river. And one year further away from the source of the river from the beginning of our lives than we were last year when we did Tashlich. And we don't know God forbid, if we're going to survive until the end of this year. God willing, we'll have a healthy year and we'll see this year through completely, but the flowing of the river reminds us that time is flowing by. Now that can be staggering, that can be upsetting, but it can also be a reminder that all of these issues we talk about relating to relating to improving our lives, we need to do it now. We need to make the most of our lives now because time is flowing by. And every year that goes by where we don't do some of the things we really want to do, none of us achieve all of our hopes and all of our commitments. But if we don't take these commitments seriously and don't take the desire to change and improve our lives seriously now, we miss another opportunity and we don't know, God forbid, if we'll even be able to see the end of this year that we're starting. So I think Tashlich can have its fun moments of throwing bread into the water and being with family and being with friends, but it's very, very serious symbolically to think about our sins, separating ourselves from our sins. And it is even more serious to consider that the flowing of the river reminds us of the passage of time. And that as we stand there at the banks of the river and watch the river run by us, we need to know that time is flowing by as well. And the time is now to make the changes we want to make in our lives. Shana Tova, a happy and healthy year to you. And until next time, thank you.